how to transfer recordings faster from the Rodecaster Pro. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. The Roadcaster Pro is my new favorite piece of podcasting gear. It has so many great features and functionality built into it. And I'll have a more thorough review of the Roadcaster Pro and some surprises coming soon. But in the meantime, I want to address one of the biggest complaints I've heard about the Roadcaster Pro. Why is the Roadcaster Pro so slow when you transfer files? I have some tips to help you with that. If you want to follow along in the show notes to see some of the information and links that I mentioned in this episode, then please go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash faster RCP. RCP stands for Roadcaster Pro. You'll see that often online and you might see it in my show notes as well. So that's theaudacitytopodcast.com slash faster RCP. And it might be just a tap away inside of your app. But first, why does the Roadcaster Pro transfer files so slowly? The Roadcaster Pro can read and write to a variety of micro SD cards, and you may hear people refer to them as SD cards, which is technically incorrect. SD cards are the ones that are about the size of a stamp, but micro SD cards are the much smaller ones that fit into the Roadcaster Pro and some other recorders, like a Zoom H1 uses a micro SD card instead of an SD card. You may also see micro SD, micro SDHC, and micro SDXC. The HC and XC are referring to different storage capacities. Like micro SD by itself can only go up to two gigabytes, whereas micro SDHC, which stands for high capacity, can go from two gigabytes to 32 gigabytes. And micro SDXC, which stands for extreme capacity, can go from 32 gigabytes up to, theoretically, 2 terabytes. Now, the SD, SDHC, and SDXC do not necessarily imply better speeds. It's totally possible that you could get a 16 gigabyte micro SDHC card that's the same speed as a 64 gigabyte micro SDXC card. However, some manufacturers do put better technology into the larger capacity cards, and technology can change, so you just can't assume a faster speed from a larger card. Sometimes it could actually be the other way around. You might get slower speeds from a larger card if you're using a cheap card. Regardless of the capacity, though, the Roadcaster Pro can use all kinds of capacities and all kinds of speeds, which is great, but... The transfer speed from the Roadcaster Pro to your computer via USB is limited, and it's extremely limited because the Roadcaster Pro is only USB 2.0. It doesn't matter what cable you're using. It doesn't matter that the back of the Roadcaster Pro has a USB-C plug on it. You know, that's that plug where there is no wrong way to plug it in. You can have it upside down whichever way. USB-C is not a speed standard. It's more a physical plug standard, just like USB-A and USB-B, which we don't really refer to quite often, but those are other plug standards that you've used in your devices. USB 2.0, USB 3.0, USB 3.1 and such are referring to protocol or transfer standards. And so you can have USB-C plug that's using USB 2.0. It could theoretically even use USB 1.0. The plug itself 
does not indicate the speed, which I learned because the Roadcaster Pro does have USB-C, but it's only USB 2.0. And USB 2.0's maximum transfer speed is 480 megabits per second. And there are eight bits in one byte. So that means the maximum transfer speed of USB 2.0 is 60 megabytes per second. But the real world transfer speeds were closer in my testing to more like 8.1 megabytes per second. But on the other hand, USB 3.0's maximum transfer speed is 5 gigabits per second. So it's about 10 times faster than USB 2.0. But the Roadcaster Pro uses USB 2.0, not USB 3.0. Thus, no matter how fast your computer or how fast the micro SD card are, the Rodecaster Pro has that bottleneck transfer speed because of using USB 2.0. And in my real-world testing, both with a super-fast micro SD XC card and a slower one, I got the same performance results through the Rodecaster Pro, and that was about 8.1 megabytes per second, regardless of the card, regardless of my computer's transfer speed. Nonetheless, there are some ways that you can speed up the file transfers, or at least your workflow with those files. So here are five tips to help you with that. And look in the show notes that are a tap away inside of your app, or go to the audacity to podcast.com slash faster RCP. Number one, update the app and firmware. This may or may not apply to you at this moment, but it could in the future, or it may apply to your particular situation. It certainly applies to my situation. At the time of this recording, which is early April 2020, the Roadcaster Pro app and hardware are officially at version 2.0.4, but Rode did just recently release the 2.1 beta firmware version, along with that comes a 2.1 beta version of the Roadcaster Pro companion app. And on my computer, version 2 performed horribly regardless of whether I was using a USB reader or using the Roadcaster Pro, it was all because of the companion app. It was taking longer to transfer files than it took to record those files in the first place. Now that is because of my system. I really think it's because of my system running macOS Catalina, because there has been some word that the Roadcaster Pro and the companion app are not officially compatible with macOS Catalina. I hadn't noticed any issues until I started doing these performance tests and transferring using the Roadcaster Pro app. That's when I discovered things like the Roadcaster Pro version 2.0.4 app causing massive CPU usage on my computer. Even if I connected an SD card to my computer through a USB 3.0 reader, it still took hours to transfer an episode. And I really think that's because of my computer running macOS Catalina. It could have also been because I have an encrypted SSD inside of my computer using the built-in tools inside of macOS Catalina, but I really think it's more because of macOS Catalina. So that was my particular scenario. And if you're running into something similar to that, where transferring from the Roadcaster Pro to your computer are taking longer to transfer than it took to make the file in the first place, that's most likely because you're running a similar situation, similar software as I am, and maybe updating the app will work better for you and the firmware with that. And in my case, 
simply updating to version 2.1, which is currently beta. It may be an official release by the time you're hearing this episode, but simply updating the app, not even updating the firmware, but just updating the app, dropped the CPU usage and dramatically improved my transfer speeds. So the problem in my case was simply the app. So that's why I think that if you're facing a similar, unreasonably slow performance, make sure you update the app and update the firmware. In general, that's a good thing to do with all of your software and devices is keep them updated for performance and compatibility. So that's number one. It may or may not apply in your situation. Number two, if you can, record in stereo instead of multi-track. Now, I know this doesn't apply for every situation, and the Roadcaster Pro can do multi-track beautifully. And that's one of the things it's now designed for. Even though it didn't originally release with multi-track support, they brought that through a firmware update, which is one of the things that makes the Roadcaster Pro so beautiful, is that they brought that much-demanded feature to the Roadcaster Pro. But if you're doing a solo podcast like I'm recording right now, there's no need to record in multi-track. I'm not live mixing my sound effects into my audio. My editor, John Buchanis from AudioEditingSolutions.com, mixes my audio intro and outro in for me, so I'm not pressing the sound clip buttons on the recorder anymore. So I don't need multi-track. Since it's only me, stereo is fine. You might be in a similar case where you're recording only by yourself, or even if you're recording with someone else or recording live sounds, you know you have your volume levels perfectly matched and you don't need to do any kind of split track, multi-track editing or processing or anything like that. You're fine with the results as they are. Recording in stereo instead of multi-track can then significantly improve your performance. Just think about the file size differences. I did some tests with different files and a one hour stereo file from the Roadcaster Pro ended up being about one gigabyte. A one hour multi-track file ended up being about seven and one quarter gigabytes. So that significantly changes how much data needs to be transferred and thus makes it take longer to transfer all of that data. So if you don't need multi-track, don't record in multi-track and your files will transfer much more quickly. Tip number three, use the Roadcaster Pro Companion app for multi-track recordings. The reason for this is the Rodecaster Pro Companion app is designed to take that polywave file, which is a single wave file with more than two tracks. It contains 14 tracks. That's combined of four mono tracks from the four microphone inputs of the Rodecaster Pro, and then four stereo tracks from the USB, the phone connection via TRRS, the Bluetooth connection and the sound pad, those are all in stereo. So each of those are making two tracks each in stereo. And then a stereo track that's the mix of everything together. That's 14 tracks inside of a single file. I found that in my testing, it took me longer to open that file. Simply open it inside of Adobe Audition or Audacity to split it out into multiple separate tracks and separate files. It took me longer to do that than to let the Roadcaster Pro Companion app do that for me in the transfer process. So if you're recording in multi-track, definitely use the Roadcaster Pro Companion app because that makes it much faster for you and improves your workflow. It doesn't directly improve the transfer speed, but it does improve your workflow performance and timing. So then 
at the end of your project, you'll have spent less time just getting things ready and you'll have been able to spend more time actually doing stuff in your podcast. So that's why I think you should use the Roadcaster Pro companion app. And remember, if you're running into those horrendously slow transfer times, try updating to the newer version. That could fix those problems for you. But there could be other issues, and these are outside of whether you use the app or transfer your files directly. See, when you connect the Roadcaster Pro to your computer via USB, or if you take the SD card and put it into your computer through a reader, you'll be able to see the files on that card. And with a multi-track file, you'll see that one single file or multiple files, depending on how long your episodes go, because the Roadcaster Pro can only save four gigabytes at a time per file. So you'll have to transfer those files, open them up in your editor, combine those files, the multiple four gigabyte files, if you have multiple ones, if your episodes have gone longer than, it's about 31 minutes per file that you can fit into the four gigabytes if you're recording in multi-track. So you have to put those into your file. You might have to split it out into multiple tracks. That's going to take you more time than using the Roadcaster Pro companion app. So that's why I think you should use the companion app for transferring those files. It saves so much time in your workflow of working with those files. Tips number four and five are closely connected to each other. First, tip number four, use a separate micro SD reader. The Roadcaster Pro is USB 2.0. So you have that bottleneck of transfer speed, no matter how fast your computer is, no matter how fast the card is that you're using. But if you can, get a separate micro SD reader, like a USB 3.0 or faster reader to connect to your computer. Be careful with some of the other adapters that you might use. Like, for example, my MacBook Pro has an SD card reader slot built into it. It's either that card reader slot or the micro SD to SD card adapter that I have are a bit slow. They're faster than the Roadcaster Pro's USB 2.0, but they're slower than a USB 3.0 reader that I have. So the easiest thing to do is just buy a little reader that you know will be high speed. That could be USB 3.0, it could be through USB-C, it could be through Thunderbolt, it could be through some other new technology. Whatever it is, try and get the fastest reader that you can because that allows you to read the cards as quickly as they can be read and much faster than going through the USB 2.0 of the Roadcaster Pro. So that's number four, use a separate micro SD reader. And number five, to take full advantage of that, upgrade to a faster micro SD card. I have two micro SD cards that I've been testing with. One is a SanDisk Ultra 16 gigabyte UHS-1 Class 10 micro SDHC card. That's a lot of letters and numbers that I just gave. But it's a, I'd say a medium performance card. It's pretty good. It's not the fastest and it's not the slowest, but it's, it's pretty good in its performance. And I'll share some actual performance numbers in a moment. But I also have a SanDisk Extreme Pro micro SDXC UHS-2 Class 3 micro SD card. Again, a lot of letters and numbers, I know. But that Extreme Pro card was more than 2.1 times faster than my Ultra card. And that Extreme card was then 23 times faster than the Roadcaster Pro's USB 2.0. But you have to remember this. The speed of your micro SD card is limited by the speed of whatever is reading it. So 
even if you get the fastest micro SD card you can afford. Sticking it into their Roadcaster Pro, you're going to be limited by that USB 2.0 performance. Or if you stick it into an adapter or a reader or your computer's interface is limited in its USB version or speed, you're going to hit that bottleneck for your transfer speed. You have to make sure that these other parts are the fastest. That's why I say that tips four and five go together. Upgrade to a faster micro SD card if you also have a separate high speed micro SD reader. Then you'll have that great combination of performance. And when you use the reader, Instead of transferring through the USB 2.0 of the Roadcaster Pro, you'll really get to see the benefit of the speed. And here's the really cool thing I learned in this process. I've been using the Roadcaster Pro now for over a year, and all this time, I only just recently realized, and maybe you knew this already, but I only just recently realized that you can use the Roadcaster Pro with its workflow enhancing splitting of the multi-track files. You can use that Roadcaster Pro app on the media that's on the SD card, as long as that's media and the SD card is formatted exactly as it was inside of the Roadcaster Pro, where you've just ejected it from the Roadcaster Pro and stuck it in a card reader, the Roadcaster Pro app will still see that. So it's not like you have to use the app to transfer from the Roadcaster Pro or else transfer files manually. You can still use that Roadcaster Pro app. So that's why in tip three, I recommended that you use that app and If you're using a USB reader and a faster card, you can still use the app and benefit from all of those great performance benefits inside of the faster hardware that you're working with then. So what kind of performance results could you really expect? Now, at the time of this recording, unfortunately, I just shipped back my SanDisk Extreme Pro card before I could do the full performance test with a one-hour recording in stereo and multitrack. I did do some performance tests with a 10-minute file, but I wasn't able to get that actual timing of a one-hour file. So I will come back to the show notes and any chart that's there in the show notes and update those when I have an Extreme Pro card to measure the speeds with again, but I'll just have to tell you those multiplication values for it that you could probably assume will be reasonable with it. So here are those performance results that I saw. Using the SanDisk Ultra card inside of the Roadcaster Pro with version 2.1 of the firmware as well as version 2.1 transferring through the app, macOS Catalina, encrypted hard drive, all of that stuff. I got a one hour stereo file that's one gigabyte and it transferred in two minutes, five seconds. That's not bad. Now, if it was taking an hour to transfer or more, that's probably due to that incompatibility with macOS Catalina and you'd need to upgrade to the Roadcaster Pro app 2.1. I gave up trying to time the transfers with the older version of the app on macOS Catalina because it looked like it was going to take multiple hours to transfer my one hour recording. And I didn't want to wait for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So one hour stereo, one gigabyte file transferred in two minutes, five seconds. A one hour multi-track file then ended up being about seven gigabytes and one quarter. And it resulted in nine separate files, but it's one file on the Roadcaster Pro. Actually, it's two files because of that four gigabyte limit, but the app automatically combines those and splits them as appropriate. So that one hour multi-track file took 14 minutes, 29 seconds. That's transferring from the Roadcaster Pro through its USB into my computer using the SanDisk Ultra card. 
If I was using the SanDisk Extreme Pro card, these transfer speeds would be exactly the same because the Rodecaster Pro's USB 2.0 is the bottleneck. Now, if I pop the SD card out of the Rodecaster Pro and put it in my USB 3.0 reader and still use the Rodecaster Pro app, again, using the latest version of the Rodecaster Pro app so that I'm not running into those compatibility problems on my computer, that same one-hour stereo file that's about one gigabyte took 12 seconds to transfer. And that's still using the SanDisk Ultra card, not even the super fast card. 12 seconds through a USB 3.0 reader compared to two minutes through the Rodecaster Pro. And then using a one-hour multi-track file, which again was about seven and a quarter gigabytes of data, it took one minute, 24 seconds to transfer via USB 3.0, whereas it took 14 and a half minutes to transfer from the Rodecaster Pro. So you can see the huge benefit that you're getting there. Now, if you use a much faster micro SD card, like the Extreme Pro that I used, unfortunately, I couldn't get exact timings, but I did see that transferring the files through Roadcaster Pro app, USB 3.0 reader with that Extreme Pro card were 2.1 times faster than the SanDisk Ultra card and 23 times faster than the Roadcaster Pro's USB 2.0. So these transfer times would have been even faster. Instead of 12 seconds for a one-hour stereo file, it would have been a couple or a few seconds. Instead of a minute and a half for a one-hour multi-track file, it would have been maybe 10 to 20 seconds of transfer time because of the USB 3.0 and because of that much faster micro SD card. If you want faster transfer speeds and a faster workflow in getting set up with the files from your Rodecaster Pro, then number one, update the app and firmware. Number two, record in stereo instead of multi-track if you can. Number three, use the Rodecaster Pro companion app for multi-track recordings because that's really going to improve your workflow and make those multi-track recordings faster to work with. Number four, use a separate micro SD reader. And number five, upgrade to a faster micro SD card. If you want the links to these specific micro SD cards that I've used, or to see the information, or to see the updated stats when I have the actual timings of the micro SD card's Extreme Pro performance, when I get that back, then please go to the show notes for this episode where you can also comment with your thoughts over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash fasterrcp. I'll have some more information and tips about the Roadcaster Pro coming up very soon. But in the meantime, now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to start and grow your own podcast for passion or profit. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com. Thanks for listening.